it's Megan. And Nicole. Welcome to It's Cool Us Too. Where we chat different parts about being a woman in your 30s and realize honestly, we all go through the same shit, just from different angles. Happy Hello. Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> You've got the giggles. Yeah, Nicole was just, um, I was like, yeah, like she was saying at the beginning, we'll just talk about what's been going on with us. And I was like, yeah, it's been like a while since we recorded. And she's like, I've just been a little troll. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and like, clarification, not a troll on like the internet stalking people and harassing them. I'm more yes. mean. I've just been living in my cave isolated as a troll for the last few like two weeks uh it's uh it's been good times normally my sister if she was here she would have like come over or yelled at me or like got me to like come out of my hibernation but she's been away so it just went way past what it probably should have (laughs) things were dark for a little while there the only saving grace is I don't have blinds in, like, my living room. So, like, light still came in. You were still exposed was, to light. I was still, D was still able to, to access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was touch and go, though. Like, I was – I honestly think most of last weekend I slept. It was very strange. A lot of people are – so I was out for dinner with some friends last night who, like, I don't see super often. There were two girls um, I went to Glastonbury with. And mm. I was talking to them and one one of my friends, Alyssa, was like, yeah, um, I've just been sleeping constantly. Constantly. And I was like, yeah, no, I feel you on that. She's like, it's a little concerning though, because I'm just always tired. And I was like, I think mine is, it's a anxiety slash depression sleep sometimes. I'm just like, let's just, let's just get out of reality. Let's just escape into sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Mine's been less I'm escaping and more I've just been physically so tired. And I think, I mean, I hate when we talk about how busy we are and all that stuff, but the last three months have been like just outrageous. Yeah. And I think it's just my body coming down mixed with my seasonal depression that I didn't fully get to experience as per usual. So she just like was packaged up into a nice (laughs) little bow for me last weekend. I I honestly think I had like three naps a day. I was like a baby, a newborn. (laughs) <laughs> I took I slept for like nine or eight or nine hours on Friday night woke up yesterday went to Pilates went went out for like a very nice lunch and then slept for two hours and then went out for dinner and was like too exhausted to go out get an eat to head home <laughs> like I what is happening to us I don't know also I don't know. so strange and you know I do love golf like golfing why did you say it like that but I've been watching the Masters this weekend on TV. Like, oh, I'm a 50-year-old wow. man. Oh, things are dire over there. <laughs> things are dire. Oh, Make my it. God. She's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, it's been – things are looking up. There's lots of really cool stuff on the, the horizon for both of us that actually we'll talk about um, in upcoming episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh I'm pumped full of estrogen right now. <laughs> I'm Literally, egg, I'm doing egg freezing, so I'm yeah like ten, oh, eight days, nine days into taking 
what appears to be an, a lot of estrogen, actually. Um, an alarming amount of estrogen. <laughs> um, and let me just tell you, the mood swings are real. I have told many people this story now, but um, my one of my best friends went up to visit them um, and their beautiful baby last weekend. And I was kind of at the beginning of my estrogen journey. That's what I think I'm going to start calling it, my estrogen journey. I love that. Um, but I was just like, crying a lot but in like a way that was like not stress related or angry related I was just like life is so beautiful like everything is <laughs> wonderful and I was helping uh Bridge uh Bridget's husband Kyle give give their daughter a bath and I just started like weeping just uncontrollably because I was like what a beautiful moment this is I'm actually getting emotional what was Kyle's reaction to that Oh, it wasn't great. He was like, "You okay, bud? <laughs> What's going on? We do this like maybe every you day. back away. Maybe you back away from my baby. <laughs> we do this every day. You're acting like this is like some like special occasion bathing moment, but um, yeah, that's sort of like I mean, I'll go into a lot more detail about about yeah. this when we do an egg freezing episode. But suffice it to say, right now, it's like half. Lots of mood swings, half just like raging anxiety. And I already have bad anxiety, but it's been the last sort of five days. It's really, really ramped up. Um, Which is, you know what? Love that for your character development art. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty stoked for it to not be there anymore. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So future episode, future episode, I will interview Meg about her experience because it's something I'm considering for later this year um and I just think it's so interesting and like it's shocking to me how many people don't talk about this so I know and it's becoming so much more popular too like so many people are doing it so if you're listening and you have questions you have questions about egg freezing um message them dm me or dm our insta and um, I'll start a little running list of questions cool cool (laughs) Cool, cool. <laughs> well, on that note, um, we kind of referenced it uh, in last episode. We had just come back from Whistler. We had a girls a girls trip, which was like a week long, which was amazing. And I kept saying throughout the week we were there how grateful I felt for that experience to be able to, at this stage in our lives, you know be with this many friends who were able to take a week off of work or work remote, like one or two days kind of thing and all be there together and just be like present and experiencing these Mm -hmm. things. Uh, And we thought it was just so um, interesting to talk about what like the evolution of girls trips are now that we're in our thirties. Cause we're also not broke anymore. So we're not like, looking at the cheapest fucking hostels. Yeah, that's true. That does change things. I mean, so our history of like, as a friend group of girls weekends or girls trips has been like, we had a really big group of girlfriends a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And we went to, so we, we kind of tried to do like once a year, like a big trip away, typically Mm -hmm. in Ontario, because that's like everyone kind of lived somewhere in Ontario specific. I appreciate that. Yeah. Very, very specific. Um, but yeah, no, we'd all try and get together for the weekend and it was just like, 
so the one thing that I really loved about our, or I love about our group of friends is that there wasn't really ever this, like, let's rehash the last year and like catch each other up on everything that's been happening. It was more like, let's take the like three days that we have together and just have a ton of fun. Like no time has passed. Yeah, exactly. Um, and in our twenties, I guess like mid twenties, it was, day drinking, playing lots of games, going in the hot tub. And a lot of that still holds true. But as we get older and we have like, you know, Nicole and I don't necessarily have have a family, but a lot of our friends do. And as like interest change and availability changes, it's just been interesting to see how that's evolved. To some extent, it hasn't evolved at all in terms of totally. what we do. But there are certain things that are different. And then um, like a subset of that larger group of friends went to Whistler together a few weeks ago. And yeah, even that was, it's like, I feel like everyone will relate to this. Like the first few days of being on a girl's trip, you're just like figuring you haven't, you know, you you haven't been together in, in a while and you're getting in sync. Yeah. You're just like getting in sync with each other again. Um, and I think that was, it's nice that I think all of us were able to just very honestly kind of acknowledge that when we were on the girls trip. I don't know what you yeah. call. No, completely. And I think for me too, I, I, I've said this to you guys, you M and Sam and Antree, we, it's interesting coming into a girls trip where three of your friends live together. Yeah. Because automatically it's not necessarily in like the way everyone will become, you know, aligned over the course of the trip but there's just like a flow to you guys or like a you're just you move effortlessly around each other because you live together already that you come in and as someone you're like kind of dancing off the beat of the drum for like the first few days trying to figure out where you fit in which is also an interesting dynamic to kind of yeah, and that doesn't Play into make this. us feel good. That doesn't make me feel good. Oh no, it's not. A, it's not a bad thing though. It's 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 not something that's like. I want to be clear. I didn't feel left out. That's good. not what I'm yeah. saying. That's not at all it. But it was just like I kind of I was sitting at the counter eating cookies and a diet coke, <laughs> which was just like our diet for a good chunk of <laughs> the week. Yep. Um, and you guys are just moving effortlessly around each other in the kitchen, and you're like, "Hey, let's do this for dinner," and you're like, "Hey, what do we need?" Like it's just. Yeah. It was just seamless in some ways, which like I was in awe of in oh. in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was it did take a few days. And I think the other thing, lessons learned maybe yeah. for future trips. Um, so you and M both had to work remote two of the days that you were up there. And I think that also made a bit of a delay for the two of you to like getting into like yeah. Which is fine. Like it's so we're so lucky that that's a possibility that you were able to work remote. Um but yeah, it definitely I think delayed everyone kind of relaxing wholly and all of that cuz you guys were up so early. No, totally. I agree. I mean, it was tough and I think Em and I both said like we would not work again. Like I think if yeah. we were do it to do it again, it just seemed like, "Oh, it's only 2 days." But when you're only gone for a week, those two days are quite a bit of time. So yeah, I and think you're tired. to do it again. Yeah, because we were working like Toronto time. We're in BC. We're getting up at six, doing calls. Like it was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a good lesson. And I think one thing that I think we did really well, and 
when we were prepping just the questions for this episode, I was thinking like, what are the things that you kind of need to make sure you're aligned on before you go on a girl's trip? And I'm picturing, I mean, I don't know that there's any like straight men that listen to this podcast, but I'm picturing straight men listening to this and kind of laughing because they probably don't even consider any of this (laughs) before they go on a trip. But I think one of the big things that we were all aligned on, which was great, was like, what is the purpose of the trip? Because originally we were like, okay, we want to go to Mexico. That was like originally we like we had kind of as a group said, like, wouldn't it be great if we could go to Mexico? Yeah. And originally I couldn't come. Exactly. And timing wise, it just didn't really work. I think we had that. And then we were like, okay, what about Whistler? Like we could try that. And I think everyone to some extent did. Everyone was like, we still want to relax. We still want to have like as chilled of a time as we can. And that meant different things to different people, but everyone was kind of aligned on this idea of like, okay, so yeah, sometimes people are going to go skiing one extra day, or sometimes people want to like go take a nap in the middle of the day. But I think we did a pretty good job of being like, okay, like we all need to like respect the fact that relaxing looks a little different for each person. I think we totally. did a good job of that. We did a great job of that. And I think the other thing we did a really good job of, and this is again, managing expectations and personalities. We realized from the get go, we didn't have to do everything together. Yes. That's that's such a good point. Like we, you, we all went skiing one day, but like we all, like you went off on your own at one point, like uh, the next day you and Em and Sam all went skiing together and Teresa and I didn't. Like we just stayed at home and chilled and then went for a long walk. Like we didn't hold it against each other if we wanted to do different things because there's nothing worse than organized fun that like you don't want to do. I know. Nothing worse. Oh my God, it's the worst. (laughs) Yeah, that's like one of my other notes. And maybe, I mean, the, the Whistler trip was a smaller group, but when we go away with the larger group of our girlfriends, you know, who maybe you don't connect with as regularly or, you know, a couple of us connect with more regularly than others. I think it's harder to do that upfront work of like, okay, why are we all going on holiday? You know, you're like, everyone has sort of different expectations coming into it. Yeah. And I think that piece of like, we don't all have to do everything is so crucial because if we, I don't, I'm not an activities girl. I don't mind a game, but like, if like relaxing to me isn't necessarily like organized fun, um, no. but some people really like that. That's like some, you know, that's something people want to do or like people are like, let's go for a walk. And it's like, does that mean everyone has to go for a walk? Does that mean like just a few of us can go for a walk? Like, and typically we don't have an issue with that on our girls weekends, but I think aligning on that is crucial, especially if people do like an activity. Totally. And I also will, again, a qualifier here, that is so much more important for longer trips. I feel like when it comes to like our weekends, we're in like Friday afternoon and we leave Sunday morning kind of thing. Yeah, It's so short of a time that there really isn't a lot of time to go and want to do all these activities because either you're sleeping, you're partying, you're playing games, you're catching up, you're in the hot tub. Like there's, it's a different dynamic altogether. So when you go away for longer amounts of time, that's probably the best advice we can give you is have that conversation up front to align on what you're all looking for out of this trip and make sure that like the expectation is there from the get go that 
you all don't have to do the same thing. Yeah. I'm just, this is making me think of like other girls trips that I've been on. Mm -hmm. And there's like one in particular I'm thinking of when I was still living in London. It's years ago now. And I brought together like kind of a a group of disparate girls Mm -hmm. and everyone had the best time. Like everyone was like, that was an amazing trip. And we did so much fun stuff. We definitely followed the rule of like, you don't have to do everything all at once. But I was a fucking basket case. Like I was like running around. You carry the emotional labor. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I brought all these people together. I need to make sure everyone's having fun. And no one was putting that pressure on me other than myself. Um, but I was like, I will cook everything. I will make sure that everything is great. Does everyone have enough alcohol? Does everyone have what they need? Like, does everyone like the Airbnb? Because I rented it. Like it just snowballed. And I think that's, that was a really hard learning experience for me because I remember getting home and being just utterly exhausted. Like I was like, I did not have an enjoyable time. Like I enjoyed myself. But I didn't, wasn't able to relax. Like I felt like I was constantly on. Whereas your friends probably had the best time because they didn't have to do a thing. Well, and they kept asking like, what can I do? What can I do? And I was like, no, no, no. All good. All good. And then by the- Like the party martyr. Yeah, exactly. And then by the final day, I'm like bitter as fuck. So I'm like, I've done everything. And it's like, well, everyone, everyone told me that they'd be happy to help, but I just wouldn't let them. So- Yeah. So lesson number two- and our advice for planning a girl's yes. weekend is like lay out expectations beforehand around what everyone wants to do and then divide, right? So for our girl's weekend, the best part of that to me that we've always been really good at is everyone's responsible for bringing their own booze and we divide all meals. of the meals up. So yeah. everyone cooks a meal, everyone pays for a meal, and that way it's not the same people cleaning up or cooking all weekend. Yeah. I think that's really, really key. And I do know as well, it's harder, at least for like this trip in Whistler was a little bit harder too, because we, this was probably something maybe we could have done a little bit better because a bunch of us had never been to Whistler before. Mm. Um, and we were all so busy and like exhausted and just ready to like relax that also none of us really looked into things we could do up there. Yeah. That might've been something way like back in time maybe we did like a little bit more research beforehand. Yeah. No, that's fair. But also that comes back to like, what do people want to do? Right. Like I think, and it's, it's hard because you have to manage your own expectations and you have to balance those expectations with the expectations of a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. Like for me with Whistler, like I've obviously been there before, so it's a little different. And we were staying at my parents' place. So who were amazing, but it's like, you're also aware of that piece as well. Um, So even like, I mean, my, my dad was so sweet and like he chauffeured us around everywhere and love him. Light of my life. But it was also, I was like conscious of the fact that like my dad was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we, it was their home and I wanted, and everyone was amazing, um, m- more than amazing. But I just think maybe next time I said to my dad, like next time, like maybe you guys go on vacation. <laughs> like maybe we just have the, and they were like, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, yeah. like maybe they go somewhere and we just have the place to ourselves and that might make it feel a little bit less, um, What's the word I'm looking for? 
less like you're staying in someone's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I will say they were very, it didn't feel like that as no, someone who was it, staying there. It was great. No, the, and it was my, just a me thing. The one kind of funniest point though for me on our girls trip was, so my aunt lives in Whistler. Oh yeah. And so one night I went out for dinner with her and I came home and uh, your dad was just like sitting on the couch trying to watch his show. And <laughs> all I can hear three floors down is shrieking. <laughs> And everyone is so drunk and like the, I can just hear Teresa loudly being like, no, you have to drink. Like it was just, I felt like I was walking back in time to like our house in university so and I go downstairs. Like our, this was our last night to give some context. This is our last night of vacation where all of us were going to be together. So we just turned up. Like we were like, let's play King's Cup. Like, they yeah. also texted me being like, so you'll pick us up pizzas on the way back? And I was like, I don't know where anything is here. <laughs> we really did sure think you... that you would pick up pizza. I was like, how dare you not, not grab a pizza? There was no grocery stores open. I had no idea. None of like creeks. Anyways. <laughs> Doesn't matter. This, this is a fight for another time. <laughs> but I came back and like they were so drunk. And then they got in and just started like, I felt so bad for your dad upstairs just listening to this. But, like, it was like we were back in university. Yeah. And they sabotaged the game to make me do shots because I had catching up to do. And then we went to bed. And then we went to bed. <laughs> Classic. Also, that's the other thing with girl trips in your 30s. Yeah. When we were in your, our 20s or, like, even, like, our late We'd teens. We'd be up till 3 in the met, morning. If not longer. We were all in bed by... 11 p.m. was late for us. And I was like always, and I think all of us were, it was so nice to all be on the same page of like, oh my God, it's getting a bit late. It's like we want to be up early tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, the, another tip, not really that related, but cards, bring cards. Always a good idea. Cause like sometimes, I don't know. I think that especially as women, you have a tendency to want to always seem like engaged and excited about like listening to your other friends, listening to your friends and and having like intense conversations. But sometimes you don't really have anything left to talk about and that's okay. That doesn't mean you don't want to like spend time together. So there was actually one on St. Patrick's day, we went out for drinks and there was just not a lot, uh, we were done. We were to, done. Not a lot to <laughs> not a lot to connect on. So, um, our friend Emily just went and found and and paid for two decks of cards at the like convenience store, and we just played Crazy Eight Countdown, um, at, at a, a bar. At a bar. <laughs> Can you imagine though? This is maybe a requirement for me. I don't know if I could go on a trip like that, where. Like, I think it's different. If you were to go to, like, an all-inclusive, there's so many activities. There's pools. There's, like, all of these things. But a trip like we just went on, I don't know if I could go with people who didn't like to play games. Just based on my personality. It would be hard. Yeah. And that's coming from someone who doesn't even like games that much. I'm not a big game person. Hmm. The right game can get you in the mood. I know you. Yes. Yes. A little saboteur. I think um, another thing to bear in mind... (laughs) Saboteur. Another thing to bear in mind is like planning when you want to basically when you want to get drunk and when you want to lay low. Like 
I think that, or like important in your thirties, important, very important because like you can't turn up the whole time. Everyone is tired. Reserves. So it's like, I think just aligning on like, like, so that last night we were like, we are going to get drunk because we played King's cup. We like, I mean, within reason, we were all still, I think in bed by 11, (laughs) but like, we were like, yeah, like let's get drunk. And like, we, there was lots of games involved. We went in the hot tub, drank lots of wine. Like, I think it's just about figuring out those like moments and then giving your yourself grace or giving yourself space to like not do that at all and like watch yeah. movies and just chill. Um, I think that's super, super important. Speaking of movies, can I just dissuade oh God. anyone who's planning on doing this? Don't watch the new Magic Mike movie. It is, I don't even know what I watched. It is so bad. You fell asleep through half of it. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't like, even get through it. And I paid, actually, no, my parents paid $20. To watch <laughs> not worth it. And I love Channing Tatum. I love those movies in general. And it was, oof. It was rough. Anyways, the other thing too, I think on girls trips, there's always different personalities. Someone is always like a leader taking charge. And then there's other people there who maybe just that's not their personality. If you're the leader type A person, leave room for the other people to have input and take the lead on certain things. And if you're someone who's not as type A, maybe just like find little ways to contribute because it's really easy to kind of sit back and let them just handle it. But whether that's like picking up dishes or um, offering to go to the grocery run, like just things like that, just to balance things out. So it's kind of a, you have to meet in the middle that way. That would be one recommendation I have. Yeah. And I think tension often, like I'm often the loudest person in the room, like hands up. It's obvious. Everyone knows that. (laughs) But I do have to work hard sometimes not to be the loudest person in the room, but then also it's, it's frustrating when as the loudest person in the room, how many times can I say that? You're like trying to make space, other people, (laughs) you're like trying to make space, but then other people are like, yeah, not actually vocalizing what they want. And I think that's often where tension arises in on a girl's group because you're like, okay, I'm trying to make space for you, but like, you're not telling me what you want to do. And I don't know if I really have... I don't know if I have a great, like, do this or like, here's a tip. Um, yeah. I would just say like openly communicating about that is the most important. So maybe that's where the pre-work comes in. Maybe it's like, yeah. hey, everyone God, submits so something that you want to do. <laughs> I know. But it's like, <laughs> everyone submits something that you want to do. And yeah. then, you know, it, then it's like fair. Because I get why people yeah. don't like the loudest person in the room often wins out because they're loud I like that yeah 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 there you go the last thing I will say and this is where I think our trip was so unique in that at this point there's so many people in our lives who just wouldn't be able to like go away with only a few weeks notice um and go away for a week and when you're in your 20s or younger that's not a problem. Like you have so much less commitment. You can just like go on a whim in many ways. So I would say at this stage, don't also feel like you have to go to everything. 
and don't feel like if you're inviting people and they can't come, like you just have to recognize you're in different spaces maybe. Yeah. And when you are able to do it, just really treasure those, those moments and try to like avoid, you know, the tension and all of that shit by doing the things that we've told you to do today, because that time is precious yeah. and it doesn't come around very often. And, you know, this lives, people, everything can change so quickly. So just try to enjoy it and be, be grateful. Okay. Ending on a more positive, like, well, I mean, that's positive, but ending on kind of a funnier note. What was your, out of all of the girls weekends we've done, all of the girls trips we've done. Oh my God. What is your favorite memory? Like number one memory of every trip we've done. I think I don't really have like one specific, which is basically not what you're asking for. Um, But I have a vivid memory. Okay. I can tell you. It was the one that we did at the house near my cottage. Uh, Delta. Delta. Um, I think I don't think I was there for that. Oh, (laughs) whoopsies. (laughs) But um, one of our friends made us this like beautiful pancake breakfast and we drank mimosas and we played code names and it was just like, you know, I love a, a morning drink. And I was like, this is so fun. Like everyone was relaxed. Like, I just think it was like exactly like that scene. I have pictures of it too. I'm like, that was a beautiful girls weekend. It was just like that specific moment of like, you wake up in the morning. We're all so comfortable with each other playing games, having mimosas. Yeah. And yeah, you weren't there, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. So your best weekend was when I wasn't around. It's okay. <laughs> um, I have two, which also isn't what I asked, but fuck it. Because I'm going to do one where you weren't there either. Oh, wow. And uh, it was, you were playing Kings. And like, you know, there's a, one of the things we play is A to B. Uh, which, you know what, I'm not going to describe what it is. Okay. That's fine. It's just so long and it's just like, if you don't, anyways. But one of the things, this is going to sound crazier, um, had to eulogize one of our friends oh my God, yeah. as she like laid on the ground. That and was wild. it was just outrageous. And just like any of those things where just there's, where you play those games and stupid stuff happens that just wouldn't normally happen. I just love that. And then my other one is the last girlfriend girlfriend girls weekend we went on (laughs) the first night we all got into our bathing suits and our bathrobes and just played beer pong and like went in the hot tub and it was just like we were just all just ready to relax and 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 often on those weekends we go very hard the first night I know and then we I think the next morning I have a video of all of us and three of the girls are just in the fetal position in the living room, like cradling Gatorade. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's it. Those are the moments I cherish. That was a great moment. Um, or great night. All right. Well, if you you have any other questions, if you want some more tea about girls weekends, please send them through. Um, we've got a lot more episodes coming, um, with other people too. Um, so if you want us to bring on anyone who has experience in something or, um, you want us to cover a specific topic with another person, 
let us know. Um, yes. Otherwise, eat lots of chocolate today, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Love you. Love you. Love you.